Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. Glad you are here. We're going to pull a chapter out of my life, another subconscious mind mastery story in the in the works here. It is sort of van related, it's sort of travel related, it's sort of lifestyle living related, and bringing you up to speed on some current things going on in my life and some very valuable lessons. So the last podcast that was released is about this new concept that we're doing in our Facebook group and now also simulcasting on YouTube. So if you're listening to this anywhere in the early 2022 or now it's April, May 2022 timeframe, we've been doing this healing convergence since August of 2021, where we get together at eight o'clock Eastern time on both now YouTube and Facebook in our Facebook group, which is the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast listeners on Facebook. And we basically combine our energies and send our energies up, and we're supporting each other. And it's just been absolutely amazing. Well, the most previous podcast, the one released just before this, was one of the things that came out of our Healing Convergence times together. And it really rippled out of Wayne Dyer's The Power of Intention, where he talks about connecting with source, connecting with our supply, connecting with our partner, the energy that created you and me didn't just leave us hanging, but yet we live as though it did. So I just put a couple of things together, and a friend of mine who went through a relationship breakup and was kind of putting the pieces back together and looking at, well, I don't want to be single for the rest of my life, and how would I put the best next relationship together? And a wise friend said, make a list of everything that you would like to have in a relationship. So my friend did. He went away. He came back in a couple of weeks, and he said, ah, been working on it, got my list. And this very wise friend said, great, now become that list. Well, I thought about that same story with source. If we want to connect with the source that created us, we have to make a list of what that source is. And with that, we have to explore what that source is. And I know, I know when we start talking about God, a lot of people wince at that, rightfully so. But if we start to understand that as a completely different presence in our lives, and we start to connect with it as a co-creator with us, then I think we get as close to pure manifestation as possible. So let me just explain how this is unfolding in my life, even as I am sitting here recording this now. All right, now we've got to do a van update, (laughs) because that's really where this story begins. Since December, I've been living in a Sprinter van, and it's a great little lifestyle. It's a lot of fun. The freedom is just second to none. It's absolutely incredible. And when you're in your 60s and have an issue with your heart and have the demands of weekly deliveries of online materials, it puts it in a whole different context. So for me, the difficulties were most expressed in just trying to find stable enough internet to do what I do, 
and be able to be on Zoom meetings and connect with you guys and connect with my radio clients and everything, it was difficult. And I was failing at it, to be honest with you. I tried a number of different things and just never could dial it in. And even if I found a cell tower that had really fast service, I would sit there and watch it happen. They move that bandwidth around from one tower to another. So you might pull up to a cell tower and be able to get on a Zoom meeting with a hotspot right here, right now. And then 15 minutes later, all of a sudden the picture starts to scramble and everything goes kaputs and you do a speed test and you realize there's no more bandwidth here. And that happened a lot. And it was taking a toll on me. Well, a listener emailed me a couple of weeks ago and asked if I would be interested in taking a break from the van and house-sitting while they were on vacation and watching their cats. And I gladly accepted. But boy, did I not realize how depleted I was till I got to that house and slept for basically most of a week, just could not get my strength back. And I realized exactly what was going on, that my heart was not handling the stress of all of this very well. And I was thinking during the week, uh-oh. I mean, I was like, Thomas, you cannot go back to that van. Not yet. And not in that same way. We got to figure some things out here. Well, simultaneous to that, I got to spend a week in Asheville. And the times that I did get out, I started to like Asheville. I mean, it's a beautiful town. So I was in an area that I had not been in before, and I got to travel around and explore a couple of other areas that I hadn't been to before. So I was seeing this community from a completely different perspective. And it didn't hurt that I was there right during the very week that everything started to bloom and bud and blossom, and all of a sudden, brown turned into green and pink and white and yellow, and oh my, is it just a brilliance of color all around you, everywhere. And it's a city that has hills all around, and there's hiking everywhere, and the Blue Ridge Parkway runs literally right through town. And there are healthy eating stores. I found this place for a burger. I do not eat hamburgers that much anymore. But this place had grass-fed, whole, organic burgers. And man, were they good. So I went up there a couple of times. And it has relatively moderate weather. It's cooler in the summer than a lot of places. And it's not that bad in the winter. So, you know, and the other thing is just Asheville is a brand. I mean, if you say, well, I'm from Asheville... That pretty well says it all. No other questions, right? Especially this area that we're in. I mean, it's known as a metaphysical kind of city. Metaphysical friendly. Well, as I started to get my strength back, I realized that what I needed to do was what I intended to do all along. And that was to establish a home base. I just thought I'd have a little more time to mill around and explore. Well, okay, didn't get that far was able to at least narrow it down, but I thought, okay, it's time to implement plan A. And plan B was going to be have more of plan A's around the country. Well, I don't know if we'll ever get there, but at least I needed to do plan A. Got to have some kind of home base. And from there, we can figure out if I am able to do some little jaunts or exactly what the thing might look like from there. 
Now, all of this was happening while I was watching these cats and house-sitting, which literally is the week prior to when I'm recording this. I'm recording this on Wednesday. This was all happening the prior week. In other words, this came down really, really fast. So just being in that, you know, am I doing the right thing? I put into Google, U.S. cities with the closest hiking trails to the city. And consistently, Asheville popped up as one of those areas. So I thought, acres of diamonds, Thomas, you're sitting right here. (laughs) And you don't have much strength. I think you know your answer, right? So I started looking around. And obviously, Asheville is one of the top destinations as a lot of people have moved out of cities since COVID. Asheville was one of the beneficiaries of those of that exodus, and a lot of people have moved in here over the last two years. So there's not a lot for rent or to buy. There are places, just not an abundance. You don't have your pick. And the prices, of course, have gone up quite a bit. But we're creators, right? So I started looking around, making my little pitches to the universe, just doing what I do. Mike Dooley, pitches to the universe. We've talked about it a number of times in here. Started throwing some mud to the wall and seeing what would get a hit. I knew also that if I kind of had a preference, and I was open on this, but I was thinking in my mind to be not right in town, but on the outskirts of town. And in fact, when I would drive out to those areas, boy, just an energy lift, you know, as the heaviness of any accumulated energy starts to get dissipated. Well, I could feel that definitely. So I was looking at a couple of areas. One was Black Mountain. If you guys know the area, that's a little mountain town about 15, 20 minutes outside of Asheville, not very far. I actually found a place there and was offered to rent it, except it was right across the street from train track, from active train tracks, I will say. And the trains came through there several times a day. So I thought, well, that's not so good for what I'm doing, (laughs) you know, but it was, it was, it was there. I mean, I was close, but then I looked and found a house in the other direction, about mm, 30, 45 minutes the other way to the west. And this is in a little small tourist town, right in a valley of 3,000-foot mountains. And there's also a ski area there, and a river stocked with fish, and a lake with a conference center, of which I have already emailed Fred Dodson (laughs) and said, hey, you need to do one up here. But the people that had it, obviously being in this tight market, knew that they had a valuable commodity, and so they were... I thought just, you know, a little bit hard to get or elusive, let's just say non-committal, which is how they should have been actually. But they mentioned multiple showings and they mentioned vetting and they mentioned applications and all of this. And I just was like, you know, because it seemed like the pattern was you find something and by the time you get to it, there were 15 other people. I mean, literally 15 other people within a matter of hours. So... I did go look at the place, was able to see it, work, would work perfectly. I mean, it was great. I loved it. And I loved the little area. And it's right on a hill. So go right outside the door and I can go up a very steep incline, which is my best physical exercise. That actually helps my heart more than anything. And walking on a flat surface just has never cut it the way that walking or hiking on a hill does. So I expressed interest, was able to apply for it, and then kind of got a message back that indicated that 
well, you're in line, basically. And I just started to get a little nervous with that. And there's where this process that we've been talking about came into play. Because at that point, I realized that I was operating in my own energy, not creating and not doing the power of intention. So I stopped immediately. And because this process was so fresh, it was really easy to implement. So what I did first was just to not make this so big. I thought, what are three, two or three things about source that I would want to connect with right now? One was, I wrote down, omniscient. It was a word that I was taught back in junior high school about God. God is omniscient, all-knowing. So I thought, yeah, source knows exactly the outcome of whether I take this place or whether I don't take this place. Would it be on my path or would it be away from my path? So I just connected to that that knowledge was available. Didn't connect to that it was going to force me to do anything. I still had the choice in the hand, but that my co-partner did know the outcome and whether it was best for me. And I just rested in that all of a sudden. And what that did is it created the release of that place because as much as my limited eyes could see, it looked great, but I had no idea what else was potentially there, right? So just in resting in that omniscience gave me a release that maybe this wasn't the best place. There could be other options. And then the other definition of source that I connected with was another omni word, omnipotent, all-powerful. And this gets a little bit dicey because I think this borders on that line where we get way too, uh, what do we do? We release our own responsibility. No. And I've advanced certainly in this way beyond that type of thinking where I know that I am a co-creator. So it's bringing source in, working with source, but saying, look, I'm creating here. I'm the earthling and I'm co-creating with my partner who made me. <laughs> that Wayne Dyer says that in the in the book. And it's just a great line. It's like that you can partner with the energy that created you. Yes. What he said, you know, it's like perfect words that we are co-creating with the energy that created us, but we have to do the creating. So what I was really just creating at that point was a place where I didn't have to go back in the van and I could work on my heart. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I was a little bit scared. So when I connected to those two attributes, then all of a sudden, a whole lot of other options just started to flood in, and that helped neutralize the situation. So I had other things I could find, maybe a corporate apartment, maybe a month-long Airbnb. Ultimately, I wanted to get my audio booth stood back up, but that could come. So now, rather than being pinned into a well, I don't have any options and I'm going to not going to work out here and blah, 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 right? All of a sudden, I just realized, wait a minute, I am connecting with source. I am becoming the list. I'm becoming the list. So now, in other words, by just tapping into this, I'm tapping into all-knowing power. Then the next thing I did was I played the match game like we talked about in the last podcast. So was I in a match or out of a match 
regarding the alignment with those two characteristics or those two qualities. And I determined that I was out of alignment. How? Being nervous. I was nervous that it wasn't going to work out. (laughs) I thought about so many times in the Bible where it says, O ye of little faith. You know, the Bible is full of stories like that of we humans getting nervous about a God that's not big enough to uh, bail us out of our problem that we got ourselves into, right? So I just, all of a sudden, I just thought, oh, ye of little faith, Thomas. You know, I just got nervous because how can I align with omniscience and how can I align with all power if I'm nervous about anything? And really, it brought me back to, had I really created something in the first place? And the answer to that was no. So I did get a little bit more clear on the creating part, and that was work in progress. But what I did get comfortable was, gee, this would be a really nice place if it worked out. I like so many things about it. But I kept doing the pitches to the universe. So I went to look at another property. This is just yesterday. So all of this has unfolded in the matter of just five or six days, really. I went to look at another property. It was a no-go. And very much to my surprise, about 15 minutes after I left that property, here comes the email inviting me to an offer to rent the one that I loved in the valley. Wow. Boy, that didn't take long. I pulled over and I accepted the offer within just maybe five minutes or less. I didn't mess around. I did do my little muscle testing, and sometime I'll have to show you my little muscle testing, and I use that, and then the intuitive awareness method from Fred's audiobook, I use that in combination with this little muscle testing, and I've really gotten good at that over the last several years. Since I narrated the book, it was like, oh, God, this is it, yes. So I've used that quite effectively, and I did that little process, got a green light, Felt good about it inside, so I accepted the offer. Well, I was right there anyway, so about a 45-minute drive, I guess, from Asheville. So I just stayed in town, and I relished in the fact that, wow, this is going to be my new hometown. And I drove up and down, and I looked at some of the shops, and I drove up to the Blue Ridge Parkway and checked the elevation up there. It was over 5,000 feet. It's about 15 minutes away. What a perfect little drive up there. Tons of hiking trails. This quiet, well, it is now. It won't be in the summer. But this little quaint place with literally no modern development. It is authentic. And I love that so much. It's untouched by all of our current, like, you don't have strip shopping centers up and down the sides of the road with all the same stores as any other town in the world, right? This is all unique, all quaint, all unsoiled, and it has a ski area in the town. And I'll tell you, as I was reflecting on all of this and thinking about the hiking and the exercise and all that I'm going to be able to do to bring myself into much better physical condition and that I have a base that I can operate from. And given the market conditions and this location, the price was favorable. I'll tell you, my water sign kicked in and my eyes filled with tears of joy. And in my be quick to say thanks, be quick to express gratitude, that was the first thing I did. 
is thank you, thank you, thank you to that source for providing this. And here's the deal. I'm recording this on Wednesday. I get to get the keys tomorrow at noon. That's how fast it's all moved. And it's fully furnished. So I just go. I've got everything with me that I need. And I just go. And I'm in. That easy. So we'll do some videos. Oh, it has a little sunroom, too, where I can set up and do, like, I captured the sunroom. For those of you who saw the videos when I was house-sitting, beautiful setting. Well, this place has a sunroom, so I get that same kind of effect. How perfect could this be? So I'm very excited, as you can tell, and just instant relief. I hope that story helps encourage you of working through this process Because the more of us that do this and the more of us that practice this, we expand our own consciousness. We're vibing on a much higher level because we are creating a very list of what source itself is to us and then becoming, tapping into, connecting with that list, checking to see if we're out of integrity or out of connectedness with it, the match game, and then just resting in fixing those areas. So I hope this really helps, and I hope that you'll practice it. Try it on. It's an amazing technique, and I appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.